Today in Business from Wired. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives. But those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Nearly a decade ago, Comcast promised liberation from the tyranny of the cable box. But today, its control seems here to stay, as does Big Cable's control over how you consume the programming you pay for. This week, the Federal Communications Commission met for the first time under its new chairman, Ajit Pai, a Republican. The original agenda for the meeting included consideration of the agency's latest proposal, advanced under former Democratic chairman Tom Wheeler, to force cable companies to make their services a bit more open. That item disappeared from the agenda, and with it the likelihood that much of anything will change in the world of cable, at least as far as government regulation is concerned. At the dawn of the Obama administration, the future of cable looked a lot different, and not because government regulators were going to force the industry to change. Comcast announced a tech standard called True Two-Way at the 2008 Consumer Electronics Show that would have made it possible for any company to build a cable box that tapped into Comcast's television service. The idea was that instead of renting a cable box from Comcast, you could pick a wide range of different service devices. You'd still need to pay for your cable subscription, but you could use your Apple TV or Roku instead of renting a cable box. Or maybe just plug your TV right into the wall without worrying about any box at all. The age of the closed proprietary cable boxes behind us, Comcast CEO Brian Roberts said at the event. Had the idea ever taken off, cable box rental fees would have disappeared, and third parties could have competed to create the best cable viewing experience. Don't like your pay TV provider's labyrinth of menus? Well, maybe the Apple TV's interface would be more to your liking. Or perhaps you would have been able to use gadgets like the Amazon Echo or Google Home. But True to Way never went anywhere. Neither did the bigger idea of opening up cable until last year, when the FCC proposed rules that would have required pay TV companies to open their video streams to third parties through an open standard. The proposal was not unlike what Comcast pledged to do back in 2008. It was also a long time coming. Congress first asked the FCC to promote competition in the cable equipment business back in 1996, 
and would have replaced the outdated and cumbersome cable card standard. The cable industry pushed back, arguing that the proposed system was technically unfeasible and would have enabled people to pirate content more easily, as well as allow those third parties' companies to insert their own ads into shows. The FCC listened and came back with a watered-down proposal that would have required companies to simply provide apps for all major platforms. Think Amazon Video on your Comcast box and then make their content searchable. The industry balked at this idea as well, and now it looks like the whole endeavour has been postponed, more than two decades after Congress first asked FCC to look into the issue. Still, the question remains, why didn't the industry make these changes voluntarily? After all, the ability to watch what you want, where you want, on any device you want, is the basic promise of internet-powered television in the 21st century. Well, the most obvious answer is money. According to the FCC, consumers collectively spend around $19.5 billion a year on cable box rental fees. That's almost pure profit for the industry because customers pay for the cost of the box several times over. But Comcast was apparently happy to part with that revenue a few years ago when it proposed True to Way. So what's changed? Why has Comcast gone from promising to kill the proprietary cable box to prolonging its existence? The rise of video streaming services is likely key. If cable companies relegate their user experience to just another app on a third-party box like a Roku, they're on par with all the other forms of entertainment that compete for user attention, says telecommunications industry analyst Jan Dawson. Without an open standard, third parties have to work out deals with companies like Charter and Comcast in order to carry their apps, and that gives the cable giants quite a bit of control over what you can watch and where. If Comcast doesn't want to make an app for the Apple TV, then you're out of luck. It's not all bad news for those who want to watch TV somewhere other than their TV sets. Streaming services like Dish's Sling TV and AT&T's DirecTV let you watch live programming over the internet on smartphones, tablets and computers. And this week, Comcast launched a beta version of an app that lets you watch live TV on Roku devices. Charter Time Warner Cable have a Roku app as well. But Charter's Roku app doesn't include on-demand programming or the ability to record any content. And Comcast's beta app still requires a cable box, at least until the final version is released. In the meantime, Comcast is also working on improving the cable box itself to avoid becoming just another app. The company launched its voice-controlled remote in 2015, and last year Bloomberg reported that Comcast was working on a more Alexa-like version that doesn't require you to carry around the remote like a microphone. Comcast is also in the process of integrating its system with a range of smart home devices, including lights, smart locks, the Nest thermostat and its own home security service. In other words, Comcast is trying to build a smart home platform with TV at the centre, a platform that, as it happens, will also encourage bundling of multiple Comcast services. That aspiration puts it in competition with Amazon, Apple, Google and many other companies battling to control the living room via voice-activated hardware. Control over TV is Comcast's edge in this battle. If its box is the only way you can search and control your cable with your voice, and you can control everything else in your home with it too, you have less incentive to use a competing product. And thanks to the FCC's apparently new direction, Comcast's cable box is likely to remain the only cable box its customers in Comcast markets will be able to use for the foreseeable future. The risk for Comcast is that customers might opt to cut the cord entirely and just watch streaming video, especially if competing services are cheaper and provide a better experience. But Comcast has another edge. 
data limits. If the cost of streaming services plus data overages ends up being more than a cable subscription, Comcast could encourage people to stick to cable. The FCC's net neutrality rules give the agency the ability to step in if it deems Comcast's actions as anti-competitive. But those rules are in Republicans' crosshairs. Under the new administration, Comcast's control appears assured. You, on the other hand, are stuck with the same remote. This article posted by Clint Finley for Wired. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.